Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 345 of The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. I'm your host of the most, Nick Nitro, or aka Nick Argenbright, because Nick Nitro is obviously a fake name. But uh, we're going to breeze through the sponsors here real quick. First up, Packrat Comics. Go to packratcomics.com for more information, or check out our show notes, gbgpodcast.com. Also, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. It's Audible. You get over 200,000 titles to choose from coming in all types of genres like sci-fi, romances, mystery, and the classics. Uh, and it's a free 30-day trial, $14.95. And uh, guys, it's a, it, if you like podcasts, you're going to love Audible. I will throw out there that uh, I really go into this one a little bit more just simply because you know if you sign up and do the free trial, we get a little bread here on our end. It helps the podcast keep going. So we love your support. So And also you get something out of it too outside of this awesome free content of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash good, bad, geeky. Also, uh, some of the shit I do, I'll just throw it out there. Um, Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Magically Unauthorized Misadventures of Rocky and Boinkle. For more information, go to our show notes at gbgpodcast.com. And last but not least, we are part of the It's All Been Done Presents Network, or IABDP. And speaking of IABDP, It's All Been Done Radio Hour, a modern scripted comedy show in the style of the old-timey, wimey serials. And it's the flagship of the network, I believe. Their next live performance is Saturday, August 12th, and Saturday, September 9th, 2017. For more information on how you can get tickets now, go to madlab.net and click on the tickets icon or a button on the page, and you can get tickets not only to It's All Been On Radio Hour, but also other great Mad Lab shows. Past episodes of It's All Been On Radio Hour are available on the podcast webpage and podcast feed on iTunes. It's all been done anyway. So go check out www.ibdpresents.com. All right, guys. Episode 345 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, we talked to these wonderful writers, part of the Young Writers 2017 Short Play Festival at Mad Lab Theater. And I'm going to butcher their names. You two, I am so sorry. Uh, I didn't clearly get a good way to pronounce your names. Elliot Morocco and I believe o- uh, Joel Dagari. I am so sorry if I didn't get that right. I have, My last name's Argenbright, and it's, 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 uh, it's hard to pronounce for people. So... Um, I am so sorry. I hope I didn't butcher it too badly. But Elliot and Joel and their interests range all over from Star Trek to uh, Beauty and the Beast to Pride and Prejudice and, of course, to writing. And we go over everything. Now, I will warn you that there is a lot of It's All Been Done Radio Hour talking here, too, and I really try to sell it hard. And it actually was much, much more. And I, I cut it down and tone it down best I could without losing other stuff in there. So I apologize if it comes one part comes off like a giant It's All Been Done Radio Hour ad. But um, I really do think these 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 kids would be great part to try out for the show and have fun doing it. They love to act. And, uh, and especially Elliot, who's a big Star Trek fan, um, I was really pushing hard. Uh, I hope, Elliot, if you're listening to this, that you do try it out. Um, and, and both of you as try out for the show and, of course, uh, do It's All Been Trek before. Because, guys, we really talk Star Trek here. We also talk some other things like uh, Joel's and Pride and Prejudice and much, much more. All right, enough of me babbling. Here is Elliot and Joel talking about their play for the Young Writers 2017 Short Play Festival at MATLAB. And I'm not going to try to not mess it up, but it's called Ovaries River and Through the Woods. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 
Just FYI, this show is sponsored by the Young Writers uh, 2017 performance uh, at Mad Lab. For more information, go to madlab.net. And uh, we have with us Joe L. and Elliot. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to make the joke on the air. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but it's a Scrubs reference. If you've seen it, just go watch it. That way I don't have to ever do it. And then also she'll kill me. Um, she, you won't. You're very nice. Uh, from the five seconds I've, I've known you. And says the guy whose basement you're in to record this. Uh, but no, you guys, uh, you guys both wrote Ovaries. Yes, and two of our other friends. It was quite a team effort. <laughs> so who came up with the idea first, or do you guys just all sit down and just start writing it? Or um, Me and one of my other friends came up with the idea to have like a Thanksgiving family dinner, and mm-hmm. we actually wrote it as part of like a 24-hour show project oh, nice. that we do at our school. So yeah. it's all written in 24 hours, which I think is definitely reflected in the script. Yes. <laughs> um, so we were all sitting around in the basement mm-hmm. um, at one of our friends' basements, and somehow the idea came about like, what if we made one of the characters a sock puppet and like never talked about it mm-hmm. and that kind of I feel like that's when like our show really took form yeah we did <laughs> we did spend about two hours just yes. coming up with names for the yeah. characters they had to fit perfectly and I'm so still could... not sold on all of them really <laughs> yeah. oh man okay well, so let me okay so I was at not the first read through but I was at the second read through uh-huh. and matter of fact I got to I like they they well I do weird voices so they were just like they didn't tell me they were just like can you do this young writers uh-huh. I was like sure and they were just like we have one role Colleen is like you're you're gonna one role you're gonna really love and as a matter of fact it's one of the reasons why we really want you there and I was uh-huh. like okay um, and it was ovaries and I was the uncle with the sock puppet. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. We so, weren't at the second read. There was just such a bummer, so, but I watched the video that she sent us. Oh, yeah. So, she sent oh, us yeah. No, no, okay, so here, but here's the thing. I have I have no idea who's directing it or who's uh-huh. writing it now, who the cast is for the actual final show. So my question is, uh, what voice did you imagine? This is just me as an actor and, and curious. Uh-huh. Like, who, what voice did you imagine? Do you imagine it like a... Like that kind of raspy voice. Yeah, for her? definitely. He's okay. a heavy smoker. Okay. Yeah. Muriel is a heavy smoker. Two packs a day. And <laughs> it should be. Re- it should Which be reflected I- in that voice. Yeah, I like to think that, like, since she doesn't have arms, like Keith is holding up the cigarette to her mouth is, <laughs> and to his other hand. Yeah, like, exactly. Is, is, is Keith Jackson the one who's? That's what I'm saying. I have no idea who's even cast. So, like, it will be a pure surprise for when I see it. So. <laughs> It'll be for us. Too. <laughs> yeah. So, are you guys going to every show uh, then? To I am of- unable to. I'm in a show downtown. Oh so wow! I really awesome. can only make two. Of them, which kind of stinks, but so so you're you're a big deal, apparently. Yes, what, what's, officially. What, what's, <laughs> what's, what 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 show is it? Um, I'm in Pride and Prejudice and Actors oh. Theater Columbus. Yeah, okay. which has been uh, so fun, but I also feel kind of bad that I'm like missing out on that aspect of the show. But you're a horrible yeah. person. Yeah, I'm. You know yeah, confirmed. You know, here's here's the thing. You're Hollywood now. <laughs> Beware, be, yeah, be I've gone corporate. Yeah, you've gone, uh, you've gone corporate. You, out. It's it's all about how many followers you got on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, okay, so uh, how many more performances are left of Pride of Prejudice if people want to double dip and see both shows? Oh, that's a good idea. There's see, nine left. <laughs> Thursday nine through left. Sundays until July. Is 16th. there a website they can go to in case dates are hard? Yes, they can Google Actors Theater Columbus. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, or oh, follow me on Twitter. That, that's, that's, that's what I use. I was like, I don't remember. Things are hard. Um, 
Okay, so okay, so here's my next thing. So after the read through, my I I liked all of them, but uh-huh. because I, I I was also because I was in your guys's, I was like I really like this one a lot. <laughs> and number two, uh, and this is this is my weird actor attachment or viewer attachment. It's a farce from start, and you don't see a lot of those mm-hmm. too much these days. Like it's always very much, you know, oh the doily, something's wrong with the doily. Let's go check out the doily. <laughs> Let's talk about it, and that's the end of the scene. Or you know, those things are way more high concept than that. But it's just two people or three, four people talking. This is like insanity if <laughs> yes. done correctly, and I'm looking forward to it the most because, uh, even though I'm looking forward to all of them, uh, <laughs> just because when I was reading through, I was like if this is done correctly this is going to be amazing and mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome so uh did, and my here sorry point being is that like i love fraser and fraser's are technically uh televised farces in every episode because usually like niles wants to throw a party fraser can't come but then has to come anyway and then somehow the whole family like his dad's there daphne's there Roz is there and it becomes a series of gags where people enter the room leave the room <laughs> like one episode uh one of the many parties they had the, a bird got stuck to niles's head and every time the doorbell <laughs> rang it, it, it claws his scalp out <laughs> and the only problem is now Niles can't entertain Fraser, who doesn't want to be there has to go out that's what I'm saying so literally so then they're trying to think of ways how to get Niles to go out to meet people uh-huh. that's what I'm saying it's a, it's very similar there's two characters that kind of don't want to be there they're yeah. going, that's what I'm saying yeah. I was like this is awesome I'm looking <laughs> so forward to this so did you guys always plan to make it a farce or was it really just Mariel and Heath and then that was the insanity or well we kind of so our whole 24 hour project like thing Mm -hmm. is that you're assigned groups and you have to kind of create a show that can work for every single person in your group that'll work for like the number of people that you have and so we had that was basically what we started our foundation of our show off of is how many characters can we create that are funny and can like fit into this one show and if it comes out as a farce, I mean, I think it is because, at least to me, a farce and nowadays is just uh, complete madcap insanity of mm-hmm. multiple characters on a stage, mm-hmm. and there's constantly moving, moving pieces of it. So there's stuff going on behind you, there's stuff going in front of you. There's always so like I always looked at it, and it was kind of hard during the state when we were reading through because I'd never I read through it, but not really. Mm-hmm. Was I what I did the typical actor thing? I read all of Heath's and Mariel's parts. I didn't yeah. Read it else. <laughs> yeah. So I was like oh my god I'm sitting on the ground now okay um, and there's like five things going on behind me or there should be and there's other so people are trying to do all that and it's very that's what I'm saying it's very mm-hmm. if done correctly it's going to be amazing so um, I guess like, so like what started off with the idea of someone was preggers because <laughs> to be clear for some of those who don't know and will be interested uh, ovaries how is it What's Ovaries, the t- River and Through, through the, the Woods, woods. I love, it's a, <laughs> Rocky Bullock with nothing but puns I love <laughs> that title I can't pronounce it though um, or we didn't really realize it until the end of the end of the rehearsal that the uh, the characters are split up but this right the the guy is they're not together but she's pregnant they're not getting married they're not getting married yeah. but they are together but there's, yes. yeah they're staying together and that's oh. kind of what it's like the modern like marriage thing and this is more like, they're like, like traditional as traditional as this family can be because okay. I remember we thought we considered the idea of like having him propose and having that be like another subplot like secret thing going around but then we were like that kind of ruins our message that like 
normal overrated, I yeah. guess. That like that it's all these crazy characters. Uh, kind of. Because I feel like that was Grandmama like, is, is <laughs> yeah. drunk. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of ironic too because this family is so just abnormal and kind of insane and then the one thing that they have a problem with is yeah. um, them not getting married. Through our rewrites, I feel like that kind of evolved a little bit because when we got feedback from our national mentor, they were like there needs to be more of an overarching message and I feel like that turned more into like the conflict shifted to be in between Brian and Samantha instead like the two romantic characters Mm -hmm. um instead of like the daughter and the mom like because it it didn't feel quite coherent that like the mom was kind of normal and strict and traditional we didn't have really like a gag for the mom Mm -hmm. so then we sort of pushed her to an extreme and tried to make like a more realistic conflict between Brian and Samantha um, by like him being like your family's crazy like I can't handle this and her being like you have to handle this I'm pregnant <laughs> you know <laughs> well I, I also okay so why is the crazy uncle who has a, a, a talking hand puppet as his wife and everyone's okay with it because you're true it's true no one I love it because it's like oh my god no one's talking about this except for yeah. you know uh, uh, the, the, the leads the, yeah. the romantic leads and really it's only the guy yeah. because he's new to the family She's and she's just kind of apologetic for it which again I love it's hysterical so but my question is is like um how does he pick up, or she really pick up on that she's pregnant? Good question. <laughs> or, or is it just something where it's just like it was something that you know it was just one of those like kind of well maybe irony things as like the weirdest person. I mean, tech. Let's be real. He's the weirdest guy in yeah, that whole family. Yeah. Everyone else is a little off, but that's everybody's family. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone in their family that has an uncle who's married to a sock puppet. <laughs> so, which again is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I just was curious, like why? Why did he notice? Because oh, like the shot in the dark thing. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> there's no like profound reason we just thought it would be <laughs> so funny, be really funny, funny. if he randomly guessed yeah. like just absolutely like shot yeah. in the dark <laughs> and it kind of reverse psychology on it too it's yeah. like oh you must be pregnant like <laughs> yeah. that. and she's like how did you know you haven't told anybody yet <laughs> yeah we wanted it to kind of, the whole thing to kind of just be like you know no one likes visiting their in-laws yeah it's kind of the stereotype and we yeah. kind of wanted to make that an extreme in this case <laughs> yeah 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 Okay, just because I, I really, I just thought that was, I, I, again, I thought that was so funny. And then the, the grandmama was just, uh, I, why well, I say grandmama? <laughs> grandmama. It, grandmama is a funnier word to me, so it's just funny to say. Um, the, but, like, literally, she, like, is she keeps like kind of rambling off in the background about mm-hmm. alcohol and whatever yeah. else. I, I, I mean, it was, it's so funny. So funny. Um, so this 24 hour project you guys did, um, did, were, were you guys chosen together or were did, did, like you guys all come together like oh I want to work with these with, with these classmates of mine or was it a little bit of both it's a little bit of both the the writers tend to kind of flock towards each other like if two people want to write that together then they're able to choose that and mm-hmm. if like people want to write separately they're able to choose that but then the picking of the actual groups is usually like random but also kind of altered to make sure that it's fair and you know yeah. there are an equal um, distribution of like upperclassmen to lower class so are you guys seniors or this next this year? Next yeah, year. Next yeah. year. Okay. Um, and how many seniors overall were there? Out of the, or the soon to be seniors, I should say. Back then, there were not many. Back then, yeah. Back in the day, mm. it was like sophomore year. 
Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. wrote this that long ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not a new show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah we That's, performed in it, too. Yeah. That's awesome. We so who were you? I was Elliot. Brian, the male love interest. You were the male love interest? And who were you? And I was the grandma. <laughs> you were the grandma? Yeah. <laughs> she did a fantastic job. It was so job. fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, and well, and here's the thing, too. Could, I, you could possibly make it a little bit more raunchy if you wanted to for Mad Lab. Did uh-huh. you guys try that at all? Not on too the- much. Like you, I think you guys are... Oh, at one time we changed the word bucko to jackass and we like made a comment about it and we were like, oh, I'm not under like, a, uh, this isn't a high school show anymore. But yeah. like that's the only one I can distinctly remember. Is it Was that kind of freeing though a little bit? Or, or <laughs> it was nice. Bit. We kind of push the boundaries anyway like at yeah. our school like they don't like well, the check the scripts before we was kind of yeah. Yeah. Our, and just the name of the show yeah, our director kinda, was not a fan when he first saw it he is like <laughs> he was like I wouldn't have let you guys conservative person yeah, not, not conservative yeah. but he's more religious and you know he like wants to keep his wants job wants to keep his job <laughs> They that's, let that's, us do like risky really, material generally yeah. but he wasn't we had like menopause jokes and like yeah Bastard and the alternate <laughs> bastard. The alternate wow. title for this was like "Fear and Loathing in My Uterus." Which is like, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, would you like to help me write Rocky Four? Because I'm not kidding. That was really good and horrifying all at the same time. Uh, no, that's that's awesome because we. Well, I'm from West. Uh, well, I'm West Jeff and Grant. Our theater program then was good for what it was but we never had anything like this so like so did you guys just decide hey we're gonna subs- we're gonna submit it to young writers or or was that was that you yeah um that was me Ellie <laughs> just like you couldn't see it but it's just like ugh. no it was a very kiff from Feature. I'm like, Ibi, point, point to Joelle. <laughs> she, she's mainly the, the the person that like is in charge of these things. Like, she, she kind of takes charge in a very great way. And so it's like, you, oh, so I think you're, I have you're an the, advantage because I'm the only one out of us who checks my email. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So I kind of feel like it's giving me like the mom role because our director sends us like a bunch of stuff about like theater opportunities. Oh, nice. Um, well, relatively, <laughs> they like send it to him first, and he sent it to us. Yeah. Um, and so sure. I was like, I guess I kind of. The initiative there, like we should send this. That's awesome. So, like, so you're the polite alpha female of the group. Yeah. Well, Elliot has a thousand unread emails. So. Yeah, over a thousand you're unread. That person? I am that person. Oh, Why? I will, okay, Why? I will check. That. I will check my email. I will. I have like people marked as important, and I'll go in my important folder, but then I won't look at anything else. Okay. So, uh, speaking of which, I want to apologize for for finding you on Twitter. No, that was, was funny. That made me laugh. No, because I was panicking. Well, I work nights anyway. Uh-huh. Um, so, but literally, uh, they're doing a St. James Festival. Uh, well, when we're recording this, there's the St. James Festival uh, on Sunday. And I have to be at MATLAB at 4.30 for something else for young writers. I have to uh-huh. record something, so which I'm going to be late to, which is fine. But I, if I cannot be super late to the point where they're not there anymore, um, I was just like, can we move everything to three? And like... Uh, uh, the other individual responded back like 345 is great I was like oh I just swing on Joel. crap 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 I felt and so then, bad I, it's one of those things where I saw it and I was like oh I need to reply to that and I just put my phone down and like started well, doing something no, else right and so I was just like oh god oh god so I was just like 9 o'clock and I was, I was getting desperate uh-huh. and then um, I don't think uh, I think I reached out to someone they're like we don't uh, they didn't get back to me right away either because uh-huh. I was like I'll just call I hate yeah, calling yeah. I'll call because I work with phones and I don't like talking on the phone. That's one of those kind of things. So, so I was, which is funny because I do a podcast um, and I'm talking. But I, so I was like, oh, this is so not weird. Tweet, send Twitter, and then like within a, like five seconds, 
got an email from me. I was like, oh, yeah, oh social God. media is the way to go. <laughs> no, no, it, which, which is so weird because I mean, I love social media. But uh-huh. Like, it's I'm also one of those old men get off my lawn <laughs> about it. I, well, I don't know, especially in today's climate, you have idiots. Well, in my opinion, idiots behind their Tweety boxes. <laughs> President Trump. <clears throat> what? Uh, I agree. Commentary. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Gee, God. I mean, I woke up I woke up today and there's like a whole another new barrage of crap that he's <laughs> yeah. tweeting about. Well, on to happier subjects. It's not that jerkwad. He doesn't deserve any more of our time. Um, so... This is so cool, though, that you guys got to submit that. Like, I think one year we did a sketch show, but it was our senior year. It was our first year of drama. We did a sketch show, but we didn't write any of it. It was one Uh of the things where they chose sketches for us, and we had to perform it. Yeah, which is not as fun. It's not as fun. (laughs) I mean, I played an elf bartender. That was kind of neat. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Smoke a fake stogie. A very clear plastic kind. (laughs) Yeah, so, but um, what was the, what's the, what's the most fun thing you guys have written then for for your school that we've been in or that written? You, both let's oh. go with both I was going for written because I'm assuming you guys write and perform your own stuff so occasionally <laughs> the chance yeah I always try to write for the 24 hour show mm-hmm. last year was kind of this year's 24 hour show was not as fun as the year before so that was probably the least fun the most fun I've had in the show is probably um I've only really written one other thing, which was um, me and our director co-wrote an adaptation of Medea, which was like an ancient Greek play. So oh, that was wow. more like incredibly stressful than fun, but it was really rewarding. What, what, <laughs> so good. What, what, why do you think it was stressful? Is this more just trying to honor the source material, or was it trying to find a weird, unique stamp on the source material? It's or? more like I felt like I felt like a lot of things were like my responsibility exclusively like it was kind of hard to like have people help me because like all my friends were actors in the show and I'm like sharing creative responsibility with like one of my directors so it's not like totally mine but it's like it it felt weird editing like an adult's words but at the same time like who else is gonna say something you know it was just one of those that's interesting what about you have you ever had to do something like that where you had to especially like an adult especially had to edit their words or anything like that or fortunately not because (laughs) I would not have the guts to do that (laughs) very yeah yeah, our main thing is acting (laughs) yeah I like performing more okay because I mean oh Ovaries is so. I'm just gonna call it ovaries. That's what everyone calls it. Yeah. It, it, it's so. It's so funny. So like, do you guys tend to when you write do drama or or do you guys just stick to the funny stuff? Unless or? I had an idea for a drama, I would always stick to comedy. Oh, yeah. we write um, a roast every year for our yes. drama club, which is fun. Throwing it out there, when you guys turn 18, because uh, Colleen and uh, not Colleen, well Colleen helps out, but Woosley and uh, Nikki love Smith. Oh, I love Woosley. Tell them pretty much. Woosley is amazing. Um, in fact, I'm co-directing Offensive Penalty with him. Oh, awesome! And yeah, that so was- well, that's one of those things too, where it's just like um, he's the main director, and I'm just getting a sense for it. But I'm also directing shorts for the young for the the St. James thing. So that's really my dipping my toe fish uh-huh. in. But it's different. It's unique because everyone has their own style. So I'm just. Do you guys have a director that you directorial way of dealing with stuff that you prefer, like someone who 
interrupts you kind of midway. That way it helps you along every step of the way or let you kind of figure it out and then at the end give you notes or is it a mixture of both? Or I like a mixture of both. I like in the in the more like young stages of mm-hmm. the show, mm-hmm. I like being stopped periodically and kind of given direction because yeah. oftentimes mm-hmm. in those stages you don't really know what to do with your character yet mm-hmm. and kind of given like... A pathway is is a really nice um, jumping off point, and then later on, when it gets close to the closer to the show, mm-hmm. um, having like full run throughs and then like taking down. Yeah. I feel like it helps you get rid of bad habits before they start. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. It's like simple things, just like cheat out or like project, you know. <laughs> but it's nice to like get a ri- sense of the rhythm for the show without like an interruption once it's like finally like game time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which I kind of like too. But there are other there are, there are other directors who they also go into um, like really hardcore it's like how do you feel about this character how do you think how do you think they got there where they're at that kind mm-hmm. of thing which I think is fascinating too because I'm from the old school again and gee golly wash Jeff it would just be <laughs> hear your lines perform the part and that was it you didn't really think too much about that like you know what I mean which mm-hmm. so you're not really acting so much as you're acting to act you're acting like you're acting mm-hmm. but you're not really acting yeah like, yeah. yeah so I, I just saw this so, uh, are you a Trekker or Trekkie? <laughs> Trekkie. <laughs> Spock pin. Is he your favorite? Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. I, I talk, I tend to talk about him, um, not 100% stop. of the time? Yes. <laughs> I just point out that I brought it up for the, for, for the judges at home. You do not say a thing about Spock. I brought it up. Yes, I was trying to be polite, but... He's constantly kind of in my mind. But Um, that's a good character to have in your mind just because he's so... um, So good. He's so good. He's such a well-rounded character. He is, and, um, you know, not to make another statement or take it back to the... But, like, we need more people like that, which is... They're calm, but they have emotion. Yeah, they yeah, are exactly. human, but they're they're logical. It's it, he's kind of um, a really good representation of the human experience of yeah, like having totally. having um, a conflict, like an inner conflict with who you are and like who you want to be, but mm-hmm. not necessarily being able to fit into like a stereotype. And you know, yeah, it's incredibly beautiful. No, yeah. <laughs> So, so have you have you ever watched? I mean, nope. watched, oh, okay. So, so and let me. So, how did you get started into Star Trek? I have to ask. Like, um, it was kind of a mixture of it would be on in the background with my family, and also I awesome. had um, online friends who were getting really into it, and so I was like, okay, I'll just give it a try. Like it's the '60s, so it can't be that good. <laughs> I was wrong. It's amazing. Um, so Woosley does a podcast um, with my friend. Yeah. No, no, you t- you really should, and, and uh, uh, well, both of you should look into trying out because I'm I'm also part of the It's All Been Done Presents Network, and the flagship is called It's All Been Done Radio Hour, where it's it's um, it's a radio show. We perform live, so we have the the boom mics, and literally we and you don't have to memorize lines, but you give a vocal performance. But the flagship, uh, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going out of turn when I say this from Jimmy, uh, who my friend is my best friend. He runs the show. Um, his flagship, because he too is a gigantic Star Trek fan, is called Universe Journey. Oh my god! And so, um, if if you ever do get a chance, if, if you're not into Star Trek, I would say the new movies are a good jumping they off really point. Are. Um, it's hard to know. Hey man, I, I'm not gonna lie. I still tear up during. Uh, if anything, I just if I want to have feels, I will pull up on YouTube and watch because um, my dad 
uh, has my copy of Wrath of Khan. Oh my the, gosh. The Death of Spock is amazing because... Yeah. And the great thing is if you watch the new movies and you have context for it, it kind of shows you what he's talking about because yeah. I think they never really mentioned the Kobayashi Maru, which is, it's supposed to teach cadets and or captains, and I think this is applicable yeah. in any situation, which is there are times where it's a no-win scenario. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be able to beat the Kobayashi Maru. Right. And, and so... Well, <laughs> And so Kirk uh, in the new hip version by J.J. Abrams so if you like J.J. Abrams that's a good selling point he's the one who directed and wrote the first one mm-hmm. now second one mm, mm. yeah no, that's Into Darkness Into Star- Darkness the Trek, Star Trek Beyond Beyond is the newest yeah one. Beyond, okay Beyond's the, the really I'm the sorry the really good one because J.J. Abrams wasn't directing but, but the, oh. <laughs> okay look he did a good job with the first one kinda the second that, one was trash the second <laughs> one yeah no it, it was it was um, the best part about it was Benedict Cumberbatch, but then the whole time they were trying to do that. Well, J.J. Abrams is all about the mystery box. So if you ever watch any of his shows, like, well, actually, Lost Forward, it's all about the mystery box, which is if you're more interested in what's in the box, you'll keep, you'll figure it out. You're going to try to figure it out. And then you, you, as fans, you take it from there. And then you might be disappointed with what, what's in the mystery box. But, <laughs> and so, but, and, and I kind of agree with this. He's of the old school mind of thought, which is back in the day, like literally the trailer for Back to the Future. Have you guys seen Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. Oh, you're kidding I haven't seen off. everything. Whenever someone's like, everyone's seen this, I haven't. I'm the worst. You're, you're, you, <laughs> no, I'm you, awful you, at consuming to, to media. To Kyle, you are a garbage human being. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Elliot's <laughs> 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 Ellie, like, it's okay, but you are. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding with you. But, but literally, if you watch the original trailer for it, it's just a picture of a guy going, uh, it's like, where you're going, you don't need roads. And it just shows a big empty roadway. And then... a the DeLorean like just speeds through and goes and travels in time and that's it that's the only trailer for that movie (laughs) until after it came out then they did a proper trailer trailers weren't like they are now so literally Mm -hmm. people had really that was all they knew it was and and Michael J. Fox I think shows up to wind down the window and then speeds off and they're like it's a Michael J. Fox movie (laughs) okay but um, there was another point I was going with that so I apologize I didn't make it but um, no the the death scene from, of Spock is amazing but um, so but good. but yeah so he but oh this is what I was trying to say J.J. Abrams appreciates the old school f- style filmmaking which is you know nothing going in yeah mm-hmm. um, or if you know the basic idea of it we're not going to spoil you in the trailer. So, like, um, I saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and yeah. that last half of that movie, besides that one part where they're doing the massive, I call it the Avengers shot. Yeah, exactly. Where the, all the characters are kind they're of superhero lined up, pose. The superhero pose, like rockets in the jetpack, Yondu. Awesome scene, by the awesome way. Awesome scene. Yeah. Uh, you look like Mary Poppins. Is, is he cool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's cool. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. It'd be great if he's, yeah. Joel, you need to get on this. Now, here, here's, here's your crash course. Uh, Back to the Future. Okay. Uh, actually, I will say, too, as a writer, Back to the Future in screenplay form, and actually I would say the movie version because Robert Zemeckis wrote and directed it with Bob Gale, it is a beautifully, like, everything pays off. It does. Everything pays off perfectly. Like, the gun... And the thing is, is that they set up things that you don't even know will go off at the end of the movie, and they go off, and sometimes it's not... They don't tell you directly. It's all visual, which, again, is also very unique. Now, sad part of this is that the original ending of the script ended with um, them needing to power the DeLorean to get home by nuking a fridge. <gasps> what? And who produced that movie? Steven Spielberg. What did Steven Spielberg decide to take from and put it in Indiana Jones? Oh, for? yeah, the fridge with the... Nuking of mm-hmm. the fridge. I Now, see, here's the thing. I think that is a great scene in context because, look, Indiana Jones would have died. But 
<laughs> it's a cool scene. Yeah. But I'm like, that's the that's this is how we're oh my god, this is how we're starting the movie off. He's in a fridge and he gets nuked. Oh my god. Oh wait, the movie uh, it, it's not going to be like a here's how I got here kind mm-hmm. of. And, yeah, that's how the movie should have ended too. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Star Trek is amazing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but no, uh, Jimmy has a section there uh, called um, Universe Journey, and I play Captain Kake. Um, Shane, have you guys met Shane yet? Uh, he, he was in some, I think, both read-throughs. Shane Stefanczyk. He is Meow Meow. Oh. And Meow Meow, it, the name is spelled M-dash, but it's pronounced Meow It's actually pronounced Meow Meow. But the problem is everyone calls him Meow Meow, and I think the actors couldn't get around Meow Meow, and so they start calling him Meow. So they actually write it, it's Meow Meow. <laughs> but um, but it's really interesting. You see the script it says, M, but he's technically the Spock character. Oh really? But the twist is is that he looks like a gigantic scaly raptor thing. So like a Gorn kind of. Kinda, but but and and so when he talks, he talks like oh, okay. this. And so Kake thinks he's evil. <laughs> and so uh, so the whole show is pretty much everyone's defending Meow Meow. Like I don't even call him by his right name because I don't like him. <laughs> um, Kake doesn't like him. So it's really but it's really fun. We have other stuff too. We have Top Notch Tangler, which is a superhero one. Um, we have uh, well, we did have the Scary Dead, um, which was a our Walking Dead parody. Um, commercials it's really a lot of fun you guys should look into it they do uh, auditions they put audition packets up on their website at uh, it's all been done radio hour like every month but I mean if you like Star Trek that one I mean and the thing is too I love Star Trek this is the other thing I think is interesting you don't really have outside of the movies don't have a new show you have a new show coming out Discovery Discovery but you guys don't have like that's what I'm saying that's so awesome that you guys your online friends are like yeah Star Trek we're watching Star Trek yeah because oh, yeah I'm in a group chat actually oh, just yeah. like that's <laughs> as like a place to talk about Star Trek but we all became really good friends and we have like sessions every week where we get on like a website that allows you to like watch something at the same time and like have like a chat thing with it oh wow and it's we go through the original series it is just it's so good now there are some clunkers in there let's be honest season three yes that's what Woosley that's what Woosley yeah I I just remember my dad would watch it all the time and it's one of those things where when I was younger I liked the movies well most of the movies um the another fun fact if you do watch Wrath of Khan and you go oh this is an enjoyable film you should just skip to four I disagree really the search for Spock the search for Spock is so good really it's so good okay okay you know what? No, seriously, we totally got to have you on. <laughs> no, no, because I, I think like the performances are all good, but it's I don't know the story. I just it's like oh, See, it's just another great way for Spock to come back, and then there's not enough know. Spock in it for me to really think that it's <laughs> well. Like that's amazing. part of the. Are they searching for him? Well, I don't want to give a spoiler, but you know. No, she doesn't mean. She, she, let's be honest, she's being very kind right now. She's okay. not going to watch. No, I like you, Spock, hearing you guys yeah, be excited. Spock, Spock dies. In the Wrath of Khan. Khan which, by the way, yeah. an amazing scene, because the whole thing is that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, which is the whole point of the Kobayashi Maru. Mm-hmm. And again, which is kind of the thing is, he it's the first time they kind of bring it up at the beginning, and you think it's a throwaway line, and then Spock's like to save everyone one yeah. person must die and it's I think like the experiment with like the railway and like yes. should you pull the yeah. lever to like yeah. save and then, one person and then the end of the search for Spock uh, Captain Kirk turns the phrase on him as like the needs of the one outweigh the uh, the needs of the many yeah it's so it's so good, so good. it's so good <laughs> and the other thing is though too is that um, Kirk 
you know, if you watch the TV show, they kind of play up the fact that Kirk is kind of a womanizing jerk sometimes, and he doesn't. He doesn't. No, uh, well, I mean, but they but they play. Uh, Kirk even acknowledges he's like I could be probably a better human being <laughs> to other people because I'm very I'm kind of like you are my friend and Spock of course doesn't understand humanity well he's understanding it better but like even he's just like yeah <laughs> okay and at the end he's like you will be and always shall be my friend and then he, and he does the thing and he dies and you're just like oh my god yeah <sighs> yeah it's so good so many tears yes yeah. well okay I was more yeah, we're totally geeking out here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you see the original ending for J.J. Abrams' uh, Star Trek? For which movie? For the, the first one that the he did. The first one? Yeah. No, I didn't see the original one. So the original one, they wanted William Shatner to show up, and Shatner didn't do it. And then J.J. Abrams said what the scene was, and Shatner is like, yeah, that was, but I wanted a bigger part. And I was like, you're a jerk. So when Spock meets Spock... Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, I do know that. And this. he sits there, and so... In generations, they have to have the new captain meet the old captain, which is a little whatever. But uh, the event that happened is is that he's christening a, a spaceship, and then something happens, and he disappears. Well, it's, I suppose it's like right at, right before that whole event happened, he sends a birthday message to Spock. He sings happy birthday, and he's just like, by the way, I just want you to know that like I miss you. We don't hang out anymore, and like you're like my best pal. Kind of, I mean, that's that's not how Shatner would have done it, but you know, but like he. It was Kirk being very sincere and kind of was like, I hope to see you soon. I just got to do this thing and I'll see you right away afterwards. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's not what happens. It pretty much leads to his death. Yeah. Um, which supposed Which death. supposed death. Which, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. So you're just like, oh. And, but it was a beautiful moment and that's how young Spock realized that. Because young Spock's like, Kirk's a dick. I hate him. Yeah, they're not friends. They're not friends. Which is actually, I thought was an interest. I know what he was trying to do and I thought the first movie it kind of kind of played out well but then the yeah. second one they screwed the pooch yeah exactly anyway um, so what what movies and stuff are you really excited about <laughs> we're, 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 we're here about Star Trek what, what about oh, you it's just so on the spot <laughs> <Is this like, laughs> and she's just was like Star Trek Star Trek Star Trek Star Trek what are you talking about that's Star Trek Star Trek looking at like anything that I do ever hey, <laughs> oh, I no, like no. when you're excited no that, that, that's nice that's that's, that's nice. <laughs> no no like sometimes I always read I'll, all your like insta posts about it <laughs> insta posts <laughs> oh you like do Instagram posts on them constantly <laughs> Again, you should totally do, or or if anything, you should ask Jimmy, and we will all write in a universe journey, um, because we're slowly e- uh, itching into. Well, I I added Z, Colleen plays Z because I wanted a Q character, because and if you're debating up for this, Trelane is to me, in my opinion, a Q. Sure, I can a baby see that. Q. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so but yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like tell me more about you, Star Trek. What? Um, no, but, but what what kind of stuff do you get into? Like obviously theater. Like you're in Pride and Prejudice. Do you I like have, Jane Austen? My, Pride and Prejudice is my only experience with Jane Austen. I have been trying to read a lot more plays lately. You are a garbage human. No, I'm, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. So it's what? Theme. So <laughs> today's theme. Matter of fact, it will be just called garbage. Human. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Your job as princess. princess. Oh, I'm. Um, <laughs> I work as a party princess, like for kids. That's okay, a okay, thing so about wait, me. No, wait, no, wait, wait, let me... Okay, you're either going to be Belle or Jasmine. <laughs> Belle. <laughs> Boom! Nice. If I, I, I bounce man. around, but Belle's been the main one, especially after the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Oh, yeah, um, so you've been yeah. in demand, so... 
Um, do you, so how does that work? Now? I mean, okay, obviously someone hires. I'm not technically Belle. Technically, I'm like Beauty Belle with like out an E on the end. They can't copyright. Oh, I'm sorry, Beauty Belle with without the E. Yes, that just means Beauty Beauty because Beauty is French. Have you? Oh, we like French. Another thing I like. I have personality traits. I swear to God. So, so do you speak French well then? Oh, well enough. I mean, like at high school level French, we both skipped a year of French. We we yeah, have a blast. We're good. Yeah, we're amazing. We're so good. We just had a French movie night at my house. Oh, I like what? I Uh-oh. found every French thing oh, in my, my house and put it in my basement. That's I made my mom fun. get like, uh, and know, we didn't end up watching a French movie. We, we watched Get Out. We watched Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a fantastic. Oh yeah, it's so we just didn't get to finish we it. Did. One ten. Like I'm what? still in suspense right now. One hour ten minutes is where we are. Yeah. I memorized it. Wait, what? You guys didn't. Finish it. We, we had the most the majority of buffering. Talking. Yeah, we started it super late, and it took forever to buffer, and then <laughs> they had to leave. So like, and it was at like the most dramatic part too. Yeah. So I'm, we're, I'm right sorry. now we're still like anxious because, about it because I'm like that is not a movie. Okay, right? Like it's kind of like I, the only other movie I can think it was of awesome Sixth so Sense far. is that like it has a huge like oh my god kind of ending like you did you, you, you didn't watch the end like I would be like we're not going anywhere until until I I, I, I see that no no I, I keep wanting to watch it but then no. I don't want to watch it without my friends yeah <laughs> oh, well, no, I, I, I understand that problem. I was like no no you all ain't going anywhere because yeah. so, it's an hour and ten I think it's like what two hours like we got another yeah, 50 minutes so of this we're so close this stupid curfew so uh, curfews are the worst oh, yeah. I, I hated my curfew the worst one ever is is that every once in a while you'll get like we want you to be in by this time and then when you get there you're just like by the way we could have totally um could have stayed out a little bit longer I'm like <laughs> screw you I don't say that because you're my parents but screw you anyway alright guys um, was there anything else you'd like to plug is that the time's pretty much yeah it's gone by yeah time flies yeah talking about Star Trek yeah <laughs> this is what the Star Trek podcast I'm not kidding you really should do I think they're on season 2 uh, they just two? yeah okay. they, they just got a season 2 um, I've done the training episode and I also did the, the Space Seed uh, oh, with Khan. Right. With Khan. Yeah, which, oh man. I mean, there are some, they, but they, they talk about fashion, which there are some uh, really, yeah. some big fashion. Interesting choices. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's some other weird Elliot won Best Dressed in Drama Club this year, so. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, you know, it, it is a lot of fun, but they also talk about what is their favorite random girl that shows up on the show. Cause and they then is never of, seen again, Never ever. seen again. They have like that. They also rank the episodes. So, and being that you probably know all about them, you can probably sit there and say, I think they go by in terms of when you're there, but you can go. You can help them rank the episode too. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, the only thing is, I just they have they record it on interesting days, which conflicts with my schedule. That's one reason I don't do it more because I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, but yeah, you guys should also try for it's all been done radio hour too. Sorry, um, <laughs> I think you guys would have a lot of fun. And there's no memorization. Um, there's one rehearsal, Plus. and then well, there's one rehearsal like ten days out, and then um, we do the, sh- the show. And the day of the show, we do one other final rehearsal where we do blocking and stuff so anyway enough of me trying to sell you wares of it's all been done which is amazing wares by the way Star Trek. um so thank you guys so much for doing this this is awesome and uh do you guys have a website or anything you guys want to promote like for your writing or anything like that i just thought of this no yeah, okay. honestly yeah, do fine. not right <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. alright well thank you guys for coming on the good bad and geeky and uh, young writers madlab.net for dates and more information thanks
about cheese. You're a creep. Go away. We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers. Uh, go have some coffee with cream or something because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place.